the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Now, there are some who mistakenly believe that God does not love sinners. But the Bible very clearly teaches that He does. The passage that's familiar to us all is John 3.16. It says, For God so loved the world. So then if God loved the world, and this is a logical question, why doesn't He save the entire world? That's a logical question, isn't it? And those are a couple of logical questions that Pastor Leighton Sheely will address and deal with here today on Study Verse by Verse as we continue with our series, Sharing Jesus, specifically looking at this um, pretty much assumed conundrum, God is merciful and just, but they really go hand in hand. With more, here's Pastor Leighton in Romans chapter 11. Now, our key verse, the one that we're really looking for, is verse 22, but I'd like you to understand the context, so I'm going to begin reading at verse 17. We're in Romans chapter 11, and I'm beginning in verse 17. But some of these branches from Abraham's tree, some of the people of Israel, have been broken off. And you Gentiles, who were branches from a wild olive tree, have been grafted in. So now you also receive the blessing God has promised Abraham and his children sharing in the rich nourishment from the root of God's special olive tree. But you must not brag about being grafted in to replace the branches that were broken off. You are just a branch, not the root. Well, you might say, those branches were broken off to make room for me. Yes, but remember, those branches were broken off because they didn't believe in Christ. And you were there because you do believe. So don't think highly of yourself, but fear what could happen. For if God did not spare the original branches, he won't spare you either. Notice how God is both kind and severe. Verse 22 describes God as being simultaneously kind and severe. He is severe towards those who disobeyed, but kind to you if you continue to trust in his kindness. But if you stop trusting you also will be cut off. So Paul describes God as being both kind and severe at the same time. And that the facet of God that you experience is based on what side of grace you are standing. Let me see if I can illustrate it in this fashion. I've got two wonderful children. And growing up, we had a lot lot of fun. I'm a really fun dad. And my my daughter corroborated that in the 830 service. She was here today. But there was a time when I wasn't such a great dad to be with. And that's when my children did something wrong. And then they saw a facet of their dad that wasn't so pleasant to be with. Because I had to step into my role, my responsibility as being the disciplinarian. Same dad, different facet, based on what side of grace they were standing on. Same God, different facet, depending on what side of grace you're standing on. God says he doesn't change. God said that in Malachi 3.6. I am the Lord, I change not. 
In Hebrews, it says Jesus was the same yesterday, today, and forever. He doesn't change. God doesn't have a bad day. God doesn't have a day that he's particularly disposed towards wrath and a different day that he's particularly disposed towards love. In a practical application, then, this means that we should never think that God is a loving God at one point in history and a wrathful God in another. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And it's not accurate to say, as some have suggested, that the God of the Old Testament was a God of justice and the God of the New Testament was a God of love. Because God says, I change not. The same yesterday, today, and forever. And it's because of this we can say, without contradicting ourselves, that God is simultaneously loving and merciful, as well as just. So our statement, let's say it together. God is loving and merciful and does not want to punish us. But God is also just and must punish sin. One more time. God is loving and merciful and does not want to punish us. But God is also just and must punish sin. Now let's break that down a little bit and look at each of the descriptions. Let's look at God's love. First of all, we should understand that God's love does not fit a description that most of us are familiar with being Americans. You know, Americans grow up with a love for music, witness the popularity of the iPod. And a large amount of music, I can't give you a percentage, but a large amount of music is written around the subject of love and defines for American culture the subject of love. And a lot of music that is around the subject of love describes love as an involuntary feeling. So, for instance, one song repeats, I'm hooked on a feeling, I'm in love with you. Thank you. (laughs) Buy the CD. No, just kidding. Just kidding, just kidding. You know, to be hooked on something is to be addicted to it, and a feeling is an electrochemical reaction. So what the song is describing love as is being addicted to an electrochemical reaction. Now, we also hear lyrics like, I fooled around and fell in love. Well, to fall is an involuntary act. You don't intentionally fall down. If you were falling down, you'd be getting down, but you're falling. It's an involuntary act. And so uh, we are, love is described to Americans as, as being an involuntary love, a feeling, or an act. But that's not the way the Bible describes it. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. God was not hooked on a feeling. God so loved the world that he gave. True love comes from the will, not the emotion. And true love comes from, with no expectation of getting anything in return. Jesus said in John fifteen thirteen, greater love hath no man than this. This is the greatest form of love, he's saying, that a man lay down his life for his friends. Now, if a man lay down his life for his friends, what is he expecting in return? Nothing. He's dead. Greater love hath no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friend. Now, there are some who mistakenly believe that God does not love sinners. But the Bible very clearly teaches that he does. The passage that's familiar to us all is John three sixteen. It says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son. It says God so loved the world. It doesn't say God so loved the Christians doesn't say God so loved good people. It says God so loved the world. 
So then if God loved the world, and this is a logical question, why doesn't he save the entire world? That's a logical question, isn't it? Well, let me suggest to you that question is based on two suppositions. Uh, One, that God is obligated to love. And secondly, that God is obligated to love equally. It is folly to think that God loves all alike or that he is compelled by some rule of fairness to love everyone equally. Scripture teaches us that God loves because he chooses to love, not because he's under some obligation to love everyone the same. You know, even the Scriptures use different words to describe different forms of love. Uh, phileo is one of the re- words in the original language. It's, it means the kind of love or describes the kind of love between brothers. Philadelphia, the city of brotherly love, uh, it comes from phileo. And then there's eros, another word that uh, is associated with the word erotic. And then there's another word, agape, which is a word that's used to describe the highest form of love, godly love, a love of giving without expectation of anything in return. And so it's clear that even the Bible uses different words to describe uh, different forms of love. And it also is clear in the Bible that uh, there are different degrees of love that are described as well. The Bible tells us and commands us that we should love our neighbors. The Bible also commands us to love our families. Our families would be greatly disappointed if we loved them the same as we love our neighbors, and rightfully so. There's a, great, there's a greater degree of love for our family. There's a different form of love for our family. We all understand that love comes in different forms and different degrees. So then why should we expect or demand or, uh, that God is under some kind of obligation that he should love everyone equally or the same? So our statement is God is loving and merciful and does not want to punish us, but God is also just and must punish sin. Let's say it together. God is loving and merciful and does not want to punish us, but God is also just and must punish sin. Now, we've talked about love. Let's talk about mercy. What is mercy? Well, mercy in the Old Testament, the word is exactly equivalent to grace in the New Testament. And Dr. William Barclay wrote this. He said the Greek word for merciful is eleimon, and the Hebrew word for mercy is kesed. And it's uh, basically an untranslatable word. There's no exact equivalent in English. It, 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 is, it means more than to sympathize with a person. It means much more than just to feel sorry for someone. Kesed, mercy, means the ability to get right inside the other person's skin until we can see things with his eyes, think things with his mind, and feel things with his feelings. And that's exactly what Jesus did, didn't he? He didn't just sit in heaven and feel sorry for mankind. He got inside of mankind's skin so that he could fully identify with mankind's struggles. Whatever we have experienced, Jesus has experienced. He's merciful. He understands our struggles. He understands our troubles. Now, Jesus got inside of mankind's skin to bring remedy to mankind's problems. And we're going to study that in greater detail when we next meet, should the Lord tarry. Coming back to mercy, we find a familiar passage in Lamentations 3.22. It says, the steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never 
come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. Now, it would not be fair or honest if we simply and solely described God by his attribute of love and mercy, if we ignored the attribute of his justice. And once again, there's a lot of misunderstanding about God's justice. Some people think of God's justice as merely an attempt by God to get even, uh, to be vindictive. And some people have this mentality, they think, God is way too angry with me to forgive me for all the things that I have done. Others deny that a loving God could ever be angry or bring judgment. And yet the Bible very clearly teaches that, that He does and He will. Mm, clearing up some misconceptions that I believe many of us have had when it comes to God's mercy and God's justice. And they go hand in hand if you understand Scripture correctly when you study verse by verse. Thank you for joining us today, Pastor Leighton Sheely, continuing our series called Sharing Jesus. If you would like to know more about this ministry and the church that goes along with it, you're welcome to visit highlands.us. Study verse by verse with Pastor Leighton Sheely is presented by Church of the Highlands. Thank you for spending time with us today. Until next time, God bless. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.